Hello there, I'm Patrick Stroke. Welcome to M&A Masters, where I speak with the leading experts in mergers and acquisitions. And we're all about one thing here, that's a clean exit for owners, founders, and their investors. Today, I'm joined by Bart Boston of SGR Energy. Bart and I had the pleasure of meeting each other during an event in Houston last October. And as what I have been thinking about with M&A is it's literally everywhere. And one of the areas that us Californians don't think about for where M&A is, is in the area of energy. And uh, the Silicon Valley of energy is Houston. And that's where Bart and I met. So Bart, thank you very much for joining me. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, Patrick. Thanks for the invitation. Now, before we get into you and all things SGR Energy, why don't you tell me what led you to this point in your career? Um, well, I was uh, living up in, in Bloomington, Indiana, um, and I was working for a, a real estate school there and got a got offered a job down here in Houston to work with the U.S. Department of Treasury, and I sold all their seized property in, in the Houston area. Um, that contract ended. I went into pressure vessels and um, structural steel, and I saw an, uh, an ad, I believe, on Indeed that said, timid salespeople have skinny kids. My kids aren't skinny. I applied for the job, and <laughs> here I am. <laughs> so, yeah, I came and interviewed and um, met the guys that interviewed me, and then I got to meet the, the CEO, and um, as soon as I met him, I said, I got to work for this guy. Well, tell us about That's SGR our, Energy. What 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 does it do? How how is it in the energy space? And go through the the specifics. And keep in mind, our audience probably does not know the difference between midstream and downstream. So, if you could just share with us some of the some of the lingo with the energy, that'd be great. Okay. So there's there's three basic areas in in oil and gas. There's upstream, which is the exploration and drilling for oil. There's midstream, which is the transportation and storage of oil, um, and then downstream is where they do all the processing in the refineries, and then they ship it out from there. And SGR, we blend fuel for power plants. So technically, we are downstream, but actually, if you go past downstream a couple miles, turn right, we're going to be somewhere over to the side over there. So after everything goes to the refinery, what's left is the six oil, the heavy oil, the residual fuel. They're all known as the same thing. We take that fuel we mix it with some diesels and middle distillates, which are actually things that come out of the process higher up in the in the process. We mix it with some proprietary stuff that we know about, and then we sell that to power plants in the Caribbean and Central and South America at the moment, and they burn that and they make electricity. Perfect example is if you go to Sandals or Couples, they have to get their electricity from someplace. Jamaica, the power plants that do that, they, a ship goes in, drops off fuel, they burn it, and they make electricity. Our fuel is probably the cleanest in our area. In addition to power generation, we can also make bunker fuel. We blend bunker fuel, which is also known as a gasoline of the oceans. And I'm sure that your people don't know anything about the new IMO 2020 rule. The International Maritime Organization is part of the UN. And they designated, okay. I believe, about seven years ago that fuel on ships at sea will go from three and a half percent, which it was up until December 31st, to one half of one percent. So on January 1st, ships had to decrease the sulfur in their fuel um, by over 85 percent. Um, our fuels 
and therefore the sulfur will, you know, there'll be less sulfur, which is a whole lot less polluting. And mm -hmm. we can we can blend to that specification today also. See, everybody's thinking about all the plastics in the ocean, and here you are, you're going to be single-handedly reducing the sulfur in the ocean. We're trying. <laughs> We're trying. And a lot of people are going to use more diesel in their fuel. Uh, so people at the gas stations, when they drive past, are going to see diesel prices are going to be higher. We don't use as much, so our alternative blend stocks are cheaper, and um, a lot of them are cleaner than the diesel and distillate, so our fuel is burns better and burns cleaner. And it's kind of most of what we use is a is a byproduct of something else. So we're also recycling. So with this, are uh, is the fuel also going toward uh, manufacturing plants, things like that? Uh, could those be domestically used, or domestics U.S. domestics going just all pure nat gas? In power plants, most of the <coughs> power plants are doing nat gas. Um, there are some like uh, paper mills, industrial burners mm -hmm. such as that, that can use our fuel. We're in negotiations with a few of those, with a few paper companies in the in the era, in the country. Um, but mm -hmm. most of our most of our fuel goes to goes out of the U.S. because the natural gas came in in the 90s, and it's you know, they say it burns better and burns cleaner, and so everybody switched to that. But uh, okay. you can't run a pipeline of natural gas from Jamaica to the Dominican Republic. I mean, there's, there's no pipelines yeah. in the Caribbean. So okay. our fuel is made, shipped, and then it goes, and we'll put it into a, a large storage container. And as those people need to make electricity, they either ship um, via via truck or rail to their facility. They'll burn it and make electricity. Is your is your customers. market largely okay? Is your is your market largely now Latin America region or the um, uh, 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 island regions? Currently, we got um, a lot of customers in the Caribbean. We also have Central okay. America. Um, we are in the process of closing on a facility in Colombia that will allow us to. Uh, it's a terminaling facility that allows us to store a little bit more and take that good crude that we can use out of Colombia. And we so the clients in in uh, Central America. And once we start those contracts and get all that started and taken care of, um, we also have clients in Asia that are wanting our fuel. Well, that'll be a big, that'll be another very large market for you. That'll be another huge market. So we're probably going to double our revenues this year. And once we start those deliveries, they're going to go crazy. That's is always nice thing. <laughs> These firms are on the cusp of, you know, great to even uh, spectacular. Now, right. with this growth coming up, I'm just wondering in there, um, and because you and I were uh, uh, met at uh, an M&A function, tell me about SRG's position with M&A. I mean, are they a buyer? Are they a seller? What generally can you tell me? SGR can do both. Um, excuse me. There are a lot of smaller companies that we could um, merge with or acquire. Um, and those those companies we could go in their um, there's a lot of wells up in in East Texas, for instance, that Exxon Mobil drilled, and once they got below you know hundred dollar hundred barrels a day or whatever, they can't use anymore. They're called stripper wells, so they'll sell them to somebody, and those guys are millionaires just doing that. So we can go and get those guys, take them over, um, use that fuel, <clears throat> and so we can we can acquire some of those guys. As for us being acquired, um, our CEO Tommy. 
his goal is to be the largest blender of our of our fuel in the world in the next 10 to 12, 15 years. Um, and he wants to do that as a as a tribute to his mentor. His mentor in the late 80s, um, they they supplied all the heavy fuels to like Houston Power and Light, Florida Power and Light, large large um, electric companies in the U.S. Mm-hmm. before the well, before the natural gas came in. So his goal is to be to be the biggest and the best. If somebody came in and wanted to buy us. It would have to be a very good offer because the people that have supported us, our shareholders, he wants to be able to make sure that they're very well taken care of. Um, mm. So right now our goal is to go public. Um, but again, if somebody came in and said, hey, we want to buy you, here's the price, and he could agree with that and the shareholders agreed with him, then then we could look at, at doing something um, in, on that side of the m um, have you, uh, yeah, ha- have you guys had um, some smaller add-on acquisitions in the last maybe eighteen to twenty-four months? Not um, well. We've had one. It's the the one in Barranquilla. We we just kind of took that over. The company sold it. Um, the company that built it originally was an infrastructure hedge fund in Australia. Mm-hmm. That they're not in the oil and gas business, so. Um, they knew we were looking for something. They contacted us, and we took it over, ran it, made it profitable, and so now we're going to go ahead and, and finish the, the acquisition of it. I don't know. That's I don't know what's going on there yet, but um, that's really the only thing we've acquired so far in any other group. And okay. more may come, but I don't know what's what's on the schedule at the moment, if you will. Sure. I don't know. I don't know if you could tell us this. So uh, I apologize if, if, if we're pressing too hard. But um, what are the methods by which you guys are vetting opportunities for acquisition? Are, are you actively? Do you have a banker out there helping you look, or are you just because of ne- the network and the people that you, say you work with every day, you're you already have your ear to the ground? Our CFO spotted a few. We've we've always had our, our eye on a few places. Um, CFO came in in uh, I believe July, and he's found a few more. So there's a, there's a few more places that we're looking at now. Each has their pluses, each has their minuses. Uh, facilities to to expand our storage capacity, which we greatly need to do right now. Um, so he's keeping an eye on those. There's talks going on. So that's what, with those. So so that's not very different from tech. I hate to interrupt, but what everybody's looking for is storage. Tech's looking yeah. for more and more storage. I would tell you in our personal lives, we're looking for more and more, more storage. storage. <laughs> and so now we have this. So uh, that's encouraging to see is that even with a very mature business like energy <laughs> that is transitioning out, like, you know, with the with natural gas you know, domestically, but there are other areas for the needs that, that are there for the power plants outside of this area. Yep. In addition to that, you've got the storage need, which I don't think that'll go away anytime soon. No, no, we'll we'll always going to be needing that, and um, we could we had a magic wand and can wave the magic wand right now and get get one of the storage facilities. We could we could um, increase storage capacity because we have the letters of intent for we could do a ten multiple on our deliveries right now. Um, oh my goodness! It could happen that fast with with the people that want our product, with the IMO um, that's come about, um, the marine fuels that we can that we can blend, 
the num the ten multiple could multiple could double. So wow, um, we're very we're exciting. in a we're in a, it's in a very exciting time. We thought this was going to be a couple of years from now, but when people call you, you stop and you talk to them. Mm-hmm. So people come and say, "Hey, look, we'll give you money to do this and this and this," and like, okay, we'll talk. I got Bart. I got to tell you, it's very similar to you know, and I'm giving away a lot of our family you know insight here, but it's uh, almost like uh, ask me whether or not I want to invest in Disney right before Avengers Endgame comes out. And uh, right. that, that was kind of a no-brainer kind of idea there. Uh, I yep. didn't know how all well the streaming service would do, but we knew Avengers Endgame was going to be there. <laughs> it was going to be, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, and that, that, sound, that sounds to me, your situation looks really great. What else is there that you want us to share? What can you share about SGR Energy with the audience that you want them to take away? Like I said, we've got letters of intent for – we could multi. We could do a ten multiple on our deliveries right now. Um, we're looking for investors. Anybody wants to, I'll do a shameless plug. We we currently pay a twelve percent dividend to our uh, to our investors. I got in about three years ago. Uh, I'm making about thirty. I'm making over thirty percent because the share's gone up six times since I bought it. This year's going to be crazy. So anybody that is interested in, we can't say we're a sure thing, but I mean I don't. I I can't think of anything else that's that's better than us at the moment. Anybody that's looking for a great investment wants to make some money and, and plan as to go public. If all goes well in the next two to three, four years, there could be a 10 multiple on, on that investment. So on an investment today. So. Well, and we'll be, we'll be right by you along the way as you pick up any, any additional subsidiaries or acquisition targets to help build up your infrastructure. Bart, how can our audience get a hold of you? Where can they find um, you? My number at the office is 832-241-2189. And my email address is B as in boy, A-R-T as in Tom, at sgrenergy.com. So that's Bart at sgrenergy.com. Anybody wants to hook up on LinkedIn, I'll be happy to connect with them there. But anybody has questions, shoot me an email, uh, give me a call, and I'd be happy to tell them how we can benefit them and what we can do to make them make them hopefully richer in the future. Excellent. Well, Bart, I really appreciate this. And while uh, the normal disclosure out here is this isn't an advertisement or a solicitation to buy or information for investors, it is something that if you're interested in energy uh, M&A opportunities or energy investment opportunities, you want to look at something that maybe isn't on the beaten path, this is definitely with SGR Energy. Bart, Thank you again for joining us, and we're going to talk again. Thank you, Patrick, for your time. I appreciate the invitation.